Hey everybody, we're back. It's just bodybuilding episode 82. We're a week late and a dollar short, Dusty, but we are here. That's the latest I've ever been. I'm usually just yeah. like 20 minutes. No, I know. <laughs> a whole week. A whole week. <laughs> Sorry about so, that, guys. <laughs> so we, we, for those of you that don't know, we need a quick little uh, pandemic update. And we could put a graphic here, Always ideally. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our producer, Scott McNally, got the COVID. Oh, no, Dusty's frozen. You, you got severely frozen there for a second. Could you hear us? Yeah, I could hear you, and I, th- I was hoping you could hear me because I just kept going, but it didn't ah, work. Damn, no. I was very okay. funny for sure. But yes, yeah, Scott got COVID. It was not good. And he wound up in the hospital. And now here's where I'm just going to make up stuff because I don't know all the details. Um, he wound up in the hospital with pneumonia, and he was having his oxygen levels dropped. And he had to go in, and he was in there for a few days, and, you know... Of course, he's young and healthy, so even though he got the pneumonia, he still pulled through. And uh, as I saw, as of yesterday, he's on the treadmill, walking like two miles an hour. He's having a hard time breathing, though, I guess. Well, it's the Dillett walk. There you go, the Dillett walk. He's doing Dillett cardio. <laughs> he'll be shredded in no time. <laughs> Done. Sliced. No problems. He'll, he'll, come, he'll come out of COVID mm. with striated glutes. I think everyone so, should. So we're happy that he has his immunization over with. He's, a, he's, he's said he can go to concerts now for at least nine months. Isn't that what they say? I feel good about that. We can at least go to Florida. Yeah, at least <laughs> give everybody a hug. <laughs> That's what we all do if we want to actually hang out with normal people, go to Florida here. Right, right. Florida or Texas. <laughs> so how, how are you? You got your new truck what extra fancified you got it scottsdale is that what you call it yeah i got ceramic wrapped so, so what what the fuck tell me about that i don't even know what that is i know what those words mean but i don't know what getting your truck ceramic wrapped means basically what it means to someone like me is shit is super duper shiny all the time right and if it gets wet which i don't know how that would happen here but if it were to <laughs> if, uh, if it were to get wet it would it would oh. be repel the boy's back. Come on, Dad. Come here. He all of a sudden, of course, needs some attention. I feel that. Okay, so so if it gets wet, it will repel the water what better than metal normally does? And metal with wax normally does. <laughs> and I don't got to fuck with it anymore. Now it's just done. I don't have right. to worry about that shit. Okay. Is it true that you are picking up a vehicle today that yes. is that is newer than 2007 <laughs> yes i i i made an uh, a purchase the other day you, you know this whole looking for a vehicle thing was just weird i um you know i looked and looked and looked and looked and I, you know everyone's got all, all their their friends and hookups and connections right i got a yeah. couple of guys mainly this one this one dude uh, that I know he used to work at the gym, actually, he sells cars. And then one of my clients is a finance manager at the same lot. And, you know, there's a bunch of like hookups, right? Yeah. And I had a lot of people kind of keeping an eye peeled for, you know, a certain type of Grand Cherokee or maybe a forerunner. And um, 
And then my my buddy bought a brand new Explorer, like mm-hmm. an ST, right? Right. And I was like, holy shit, this is like fucking nice. Right. <laughs> right. Because I just hadn't nice. been, I just hadn't been looking at Explorers. I don't. I just wasn't really into them, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so I started looking at Explorers, and I was like, holy shit, and. I started asking some of my buddies, like, hey, what about an Explorer? Do you guys have any hookups for Explorers? And a few of them are like, oh, well, yeah, you know, we do have one Ford lot and blah, blah, blah. And they start calling around. And, uh, you know, just out of the blue, um, got a call from a guy that he was actually one of the guys I didn't even really ask for any help with vehicle. He just knew I was looking for some. He goes, hey, we just got like five Explorers on the lot that are like 2018, 2019. And they're all really nice. You should just come down and look at them. Right. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. So I just like spontaneously after my workout the other day, just shot out to the lot and showed up. And yeah, he had like a, like a real selection of like really nice, you know, 2019 <laughs> explorers. Right. So I looked at a few of them and I was like, I found a sport. Mm-hmm. It's got the twin turbo in it and everything. And it's just fucking sweet. Only 40,000 kilometers, which is fuck all, you know. Right. You got warranty up to a hundred thousand. Right. So it's like and uh, I took it for a drive and you know, he gave me a good price on it and I was like, fucking done deal, just get this over with. Right. So <laughs> that's why that, I'm calling yeah. that abrupt for you because yeah, uh, twenty nineteen Explorer Sport. He gave me a pretty good trade in on the old Jeep, you know, right. the great the great ghost. <laughs> you know what's crazy though is um you know, now You'll have that, you know, until you're 80. So you're all set. You'll never need another car. It's perfect. Well, I only drive about 4,000 kilometers a year. So <laughs> I should have warranty for like the next fucking, you know. I was, I was, tell, I was telling a, a, a guy that was that, that listens to the show. He goes, does Ron really drive that little? I'm like, Ron could ride a bike everywhere he goes if it didn't rain. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not out of hand at all. I, was, I told him, I said, literally, we, we can't finish a conversation from where Ron picks me up, which is like a mile from his house to the gym. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so I'm pretty happy. I think I got all the truck I'll need. It's a glorified bike carrier now at this point. Yeah, right? but now, you're, now your bike is riding in, in style. Yeah, so I pick it up today. And you know what I was really happy about? What's that? The... Uh, the finance lady sent me a message yesterday. She goes, holy shit, you have the best credit I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Proud moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yes, I pay, I pay my bills. Yeah. yeah I, I like to do that. I buy things and pay for them. I'm wild. I'm fucking yeah, yeah. wild. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't live beyond my means. You know what hey, I mean? Where, where I'm from, that's a rarity. There was a thing I, I heard uh, or actually saw online. It was when they were doing Black Friday sales. Uh, and someone put up a post that like, and I can't, you can't quote me on the number. It was just insane. Like 80% of Americans do not have an extra $1,000 if something happens. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And then there's, I think, I think it's also the stat, like they don't have one, like if they don't work for one month, they're fucked. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, so it was funny because it was in that quote and it said, so if you don't have a thousand extra dollars, maybe you should not be taking advantage of black Friday. <laughs> right, right. But they're basically paying me to buy stuff. Right? That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's but it blows your mind when you think about it because I, I've been broke. Oh yeah, broke 
but there was still money on the side, but that's not touchable. That's like, oh, fuck money. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, yeah. No, it's definitely hey. not upgrade your chicken money. It's like, no, nope, you get the cheap shit. Hey, I remember the days before the white tuna. <laughs> Just the can. The cheap Just tuna. Just the can. <laughs> the cheap tuna. Yeah, I remember those days. So, no, it's uh, it's good. So I'm excited, man. I'm going to, uh, you know, it's got all these features. <laughs> Yeah, cars do things now. They almost drive for you these days. So first thing I did, Dusty. First thing I did. Yes. This is this is totally me. Got in. The guy goes, take it for a test drive. Closes the door. I'm all by myself. Bluetooth my phone in. Got to check the stereo. <laughs> Got to make sure. I don't have Bluetooth in my 07 Jeep. Right. It's <laughs> one year before the the plug-in for the phone for that. Now you don't even need a plug. You just. It is Bluetooth. So I Bluetooth and I put on the Back in Black album to test the speakers. <laughs> of course you did. Right? Of course you did. Because there's a lot. It's because it's 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 one of my ACDC facts is that the Back in Black album has been used by many producers over the years to calibrate their sound system in the studio before they record because everyone knows that that album sounds fucking great. So... I put Was it on. confused when you were in the car for five minutes and then just turned it off and got out? <laughs> I'm done. Sold. <laughs> we're, we're good. I'll take it. <laughs> no, I'm happy because I got, I got, not only did I get a big vehicle upgrade, but a huge sound system upgrade because it has a 12 speaker Sony sound system in it. Right. So as far as stock stereos go, like I'm not the type of guy that's going to take it to a fucking shop and get fucking yeah. subs and 10 grand worth of shit. But I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Plus I listen to rock music. I don't need you. No, like I don't need fucking 10 inch subs put in to listen to rock music. So uh, I was happy, man. I'm pretty excited. It was crazy when I was a kid and I used to actually still do that shit. The most expensive speakers in my car were tweeters. They were these little tiny yeah. things in the truck, but they, they could pierce your ears. Like when you turn it on, you're like, whoa. You're the high. Yeah. It, I just don't care enough anymore. Like that's that's what's funny. Back then, I really didn't have the money to do it, and I would do it. And now I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> oh, I, I I like a good sound system, but I don't need the like I don't need to win a contest with, with volume and all that shit. Like yeah. you know, guys you get like clear. I just want clear, good. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy. <clears throat> I'm happy. And then it's got shit like I'm reading the list of features, and there's you know like lane warning buzzers. Yeah. And fucking lasers that read if there's a pedestrian in the dark up ahead of you and fucking, yeah. you know, all, all some this Some of them shit. are awesome and some of them I hate. Like mine's got um, when you hit the cruise control, it will it'll pace the car in front of you so you ah. don't pull up on him. I'm like, fuck that. I want to pull up on that dude and get his ass out of the way. Right. Like you see my big ass truck coming at you quick. You're going to move over. I don't want it to slow down for you. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing I did. I'm like, how do I turn this shit off? How do I how do I fix this? Can I get a chip removed? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this. I hate lane correct too. I I actually knew a guy who had this was like years ago, but he was one of those dudes that didn't want to wear a seatbelt. Right. So he actually had the buzzer deactivated. <laughs> he's bad against shop. it. Yeah, he took it in his shop. He's like, turn off the seatbelt buzzer. And they're like, what? And he's like, turn it off. I fucking hate it. They're like, you can turn it off by putting your seatbelt on, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That's classic. I told him he should have just cut off a seatbelt and stuck it in the hole. <laughs> exactly. Just buy a random clip, jam it in there. 
<laughs> I think you used to be able to do that with like a penny or something for real, like way back in the day. Ah, uh, okay. Now I'm really wild and I uh, wear my seatbelt. So right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other people I'm worried about. You put up a questionnaire yesterday. Did you get some good shit? I did. And actually, I did it this morning. And I'm telling you, our followers come through, dude. So I just did screenshots. So I, I put it up uh, three hours ago. And I have one, two, three, ten pages of eight questions per page filled. So I got 80 questions in like a couple hours. <clears throat> Which is good because okay. I screwed up last night and forgot. Did uh, can you hear Jed barking? Yeah, but it's not annoying. You're good. We got an Amazon delivery. Someone dropped something off the door, so he's like, "Whoa, what's going on? Security threat." Yeah, but you know how it is. When Amazon comes, you want to get that box too. He just wants. Hey, the buddy, box. come here, bud. There you go. I'll deactivate him. <laughs> deactivate him. <laughs> He'll come around. Okay, so you fire off one. I I kept I kept kind of my I, I I had a big batch last week when we didn't do a show. Like right. I got so it was the most I ever got, I think. And so I kept a few of them for the show because I was like, oh, this will be a good one. Get some solids. All right. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm starting off with a this is directed to me, but I'm, but I'm doing it anyways. If you had a third dog and you know, what, you're going to join in on this one because we're going to pick the breed of the dog, too. OK, so if you were me and you had a third dog and named them after another suits character. Who would it be? Oh, you can't do this. You haven't done suits yet. No, I did. I watched the whole thing. Oh, you did. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we, we're getting another dog. We've got Harvey and Donna already. Who is the third Suits character in my house? <sighs> well, you, you either get a dog and you name it Mike. Mm. Right? Yeah. I, see, I, I think I would or have to. Or Lewis. See, I'd have to go with Lewis. It's like a I kind a of different a fat. Breed. Like a fat. Yeah. Like a, kind of a, he's got to have like a jowl. Yeah, I definitely need a. I need a like, and like a flat. Would be a Lewis. Well, like a like a like English a, bulldog is too cool to be a Lewis. And yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, because that's I, my first thought was an English bulldog, but I'm like, they're kind of cool, and Lewis is kind of. Nah. You need sort of a a pudgy short leg dog that can't really get away. Yeah, like it can't defend itself very well. What type? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's a dog? Can't really <laughs> find its way of a wet paper bag. That's be like, let's be like weak and vulnerable. <laughs> and if you yell at it, it has to like cower in the corner yeah, immediately. <laughs> pee, pee on the floor. You yell at it. I would, yeah. So Lewis would definitely be the name. I would see if I had to do it this way. That this is where things get different. Now you're choosing them. You're choosing the dog based on the name instead of <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm gonna have to go. You know what? That's what's gonna be. I'm gonna have to rescue it, and I'm just gonna have to go rescue to rescue until I find that dog. And I'm like, there's Lewis. Right. Area. It'll probably already be his name at that point because someone else already did it, and we're good to go. <laughs> Definitely neutered. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if not, the first woman he meets is gonna do it for him with her words. That's funny. <laughs> But he might have a bad habit of rolling mu- in mud. God. <laughs> I love that some people will be like, what are they talking about? Bath we're, them a lot. We, we're not going mudding. No, we're not. Oh, no mudding. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Be careful which uh, leash park. I guess you don't really have rain there, so you don't really have mud. Yeah, it'd be dusting here, which Up is here be a problem. story of my life. Okay. <clears throat> All right. What do we got? Um, okay. So... What is your favorite, more adultish cartoon? 
like, you know, Family Guy's kind of risque with a lot of jokes. South Park says a lot of stuff that's, you know, not for little kids. I think that's the aisle they're going up. I think South Park is the funniest possible. Plus, I'm always – I feel like if I watch South Park, I, sh- I should be paying attention to what's about to happen in the world. Or in some cases, what really did. Because I don't think a lot of people don't realize the detail they go into when they um, – like, for example, if the president's speaking on South Park, it'll be from a – moment when trump had spoken and you'll see like the black guy right next to the lady with red hair just like it was in the real image they right. they put some time into that stuff but i think that show i'm a child i still if it pops on and i happen to be cruising by i'm like oh well we'll hang out here for a bit we're good yeah yeah <laughs> south park's great another one of my favorites though is archer did you ever watch archer no Yeah, so Archer's great. It's super fucking smart humor. You have to listen to what they're saying. You know, the other characters in the background will say something and you're like, oh, you know, you might miss it first time. Right. You know, and uh, so uh, basically imagine um, kind of it's kind of a take on James Bond, secret agent stuff. And, uh, you know, he's a drinker and pops a few pills and bangs a lot of chicks. And, uh, and his cartoon. Yeah. And his mother is the head of this agency. So his like gray haired, you know, sophisticated, very snotty, um, mother is the head of the spy agency. And, uh, she's played by the same woman that was the mother in arrested development. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so she's fantastic, and the cast is awesome, and uh, all the voices are funny, and and it's it's really suggestive. Like there's so like it's pretty adult. There's a lot of really suggestive stuff, you know, right. a lot of a lot of banging and a lot of drug use, and so <laughs> it's it's pretty hilarious. And then what they did with Archer that was unique because I like those shows that don't care about ratings, right. Like, you know, they're they're solid. They're into like season 12 or something now. Right. So like they don't care at this point because they're solid. So you just do whatever the fuck they want. Right. So I think it was like season five or something. They just decided like, oh, let's just make this whole season a dream. And it'll be in the 1920s and it'll be like an old school detective. So like the whole season takes place in like the 20s and there's like gangsters with Tommy guns and he's like a private eye. And, and you know the whole time he's dreaming. Yeah, because he's, he, he, he's in a coma from the end of the season before that. <laughs> right? I like how they create the way to do this. And, and all the other characters just play different roles that are kind of similar. Right. You know, like his the other agents are kind of like cops and other people he has to interact with and they just change it and then the season after that they're like hey let's make it uh let's make it the late 30s and we'll do like an indiana jones themed season where you're more like uh you're an agent that's looking for something and we'll put you in the jungle and we'll have nazis chasing you (laughs) and so they just change the season and now i'm watching season 11 i think and they're in outer space so like on a spaceship. They just randomly decide. This is where we're doing this one. Sorry. Yeah. So our yeah, they just changed the theme of the show. But it's all the same characters and it's the same like, you know, sense of humor and everything. So if right. you haven't seen Archer, give it a give it a check because it's uh it's great. You coming okay. through, man. Coming you, through. You go ahead. There we go. Uh th- this is an easy one, but I like where it would go. 
If you didn't, if you don't have the genetics to turn pro, would you still treat bodybuilding with the same dedication? Well, I, I don't, I don't think I did have the genetics to turn pro. <laughs> I just, out, I just outlasted the process. Um, yeah, I guess I, 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 it's a difficult question because, I mean, if someone would have sat me down and like told me like you do not have the genetics for this i don't know if i would have listened to them anyways because i was so determined right do you know what i mean for sure like oh that's what everyone tells people that are in that zone where it's not going to be easy Mm -hmm. you know like there's some people that no one tells them that right they're just so good and then there's that whole kind of zone of people that yeah someone might tell you to give it up someone might tell you it's not it's not going to happen for you you know what i mean yeah, but no, a lot of sure. those people can make it. A lot of those people can make it. I think what for me, you? I mean, when when we like, and I've talked about like, I did have the goal to turn pro. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my main goal. But that was so. It's not like when I hammer on people because the first thing they think is they want to turn pro is it's because it's different. Like, I didn't really know what I wanted. To, that was just the the biggest goal. It's like, you know, that was the I want to make ten million dollars. Well, I got to make a lot of little things happen between now and then. But that was the goal. Um, but even if I had fallen short, here's the deal. I never let bodybuilding get in the way of life. I think that's where people fuck up now. I see kids that are like, ah, I can't take that good job because I don't want to mess up my eating. I'm a bodybuilder. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, no, no. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm a firm believer in I don't work. I quit working for money when I was 20 years old. And I started only doing things I enjoyed doing, and I ended up making more money that way anyways. But I do think you have to have a good career, do all those things. If you've got those things in check, then why wouldn't – I would give everything to my hobby if it was, I don't know, softball. Right. Like I would be the hardest working fucking inner, you know, league softball softball player in the world. Because I don't know how to – like if I'm going to do something, I want to do it. So the answer for me is absolutely. If if I knew it was never going anywhere, it would have been the same thing because even now, what I love is the day-to-day. When people right. ask me when I'm going to compete, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it this year. I don't know when. Um, I'm going to do it because I want to. But literally, I, I like Tuesday, Wednesday. There's the day. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's where I think a lot of people miss that is, is if you really love this shit – it, you know, it it stumbled to become a full on career. It was literally just like I was playing hockey, had an athletic outlet and a place to put some anger and frustration. And I was like, I couldn't imagine just going to work and coming home and cracking a beer and watching TV. Right. Like that life didn't appeal to me. So that's what I was like, oh, get a gym membership. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, I, I think you I think you put everything into anything you want to try to do. And fuck what people think because, you know, I'm sure you've had this. I think I think you I, we've talked about this on the show. I had somebody ask me <clears throat> within the last six months, like, do I ever regret just being a bodybuilder and trainer? And the word was just kind of like a shot. And I'm like, right. have you seen my life? What exactly right. would I regret? Like, I do whatever I want. I have fun. I, I have the, the same day, seven days a week. Like, I work seven days a week. I like to work. Mm-hmm. I don't follow the just, you know, I could make more money or less money and be less happy in either option. This is a great gig to me. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I you know, know what you mean. I know what you mean. I agree. It's uh but maybe that's a quality some people don't understand. Like like well, I mean, it sort of applies to like you said, any hobby if you were playing softball or anything. Like, well, look what bodybuilding did to your business. Yeah. You're you're good at owning that gym and forget if it was a gym, if you were selling forks, you'd be good at that because of what bodybuilding taught you. Right. Right. I know what you mean. Yeah, work hard, get results, all that sort of stuff, put the time in. Like you said with the bike, it's 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 reps, it sets. Over, well, yeah, over so over. so you know, I get people ask me, why do you why are like why are you riding your bike? Like, what's the point? And I'm like, what do you mean? Aren't you supposed to do things that are fun? Like, at what point in your life are you supposed to stop doing things that are fun? I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I doesn't. I can't comprehend. <laughs> I'm not following what you're even asking. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even make sense to me. Like, you know, I I have. Uh, I have a desire to make progress in something that I think is cool and fun. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, I'm 45 and I'm off the sauce, Dusty, you know, I'm not going to be setting any records in the gym. It's training for fun now, but I want to make some progress somewhere and like, you know, stack some bricks on something and do something cool that not everybody does. And those boxes all get checked by this. Right. Right. Because I've always liked doing things that other people don't do. They're kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And I've always liked, you know, like cool off the wall, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. Plus, who doesn't want to actually not grow up? <laughs> it's been my goal from day one. I always said that. I'm like, yeah, we're not. Oh, which, by the way, I got to send you a, I got to send you a link today. Uh, I bumped into a it's not your kind of riding, but an 11 year old girl like spike phenom in my head i'm like what the fuck like some of the things what what kind of bike is she riding like what is she doing is she does tricks but she does um i mean that like on the ground but also in pools and stuff oh yeah 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 you know so is is she riding a a, a, like a small bmx yeah with where the seat's real low and is is she is she riding like a 16 inch or 12 inch wheel bike like it's a smaller bike too yeah, there's no, some yeah. kids. There's some kids that just rip on those. Yeah, just like yeah. crazy stuff where you're like, and when you're watching, you're like, you're 11. Yeah, yeah. There's a 12 year old boy from Germany who flatlands, uh-huh. and uh, and uh, I follow him, and he's just awesome. And he just went. He had a 12 inch bike, so his wheels were 12 inches around, <laughs> and uh, he he just upgraded to a 16 inch bike, and our mm-hmm. and the full size is a 20 inch. So that's a BMX, right? Right. So he's up to a 16 inch wheel now. So he's got a, a slightly bigger bike and he, he and like just over the course of the last month, he's relearning all his tricks on the bigger bike. Right. And that kid just rips, just fucking rips. So funny to watch him because you're just like, what? Yeah, now, I'm fascinated because I think it it tells you it like, I mean, here we go again. But it's like for a kid to learn that stuff, that means they just go and go just like an adult only it's driven from a different place in my head. Yeah, like yeah. it's just pure desire. I want to do this. Yeah. Like if my kid walked into the room, if I had a kid and was like, I want a bike, I'd be like, okay. And then they started yeah, doing yeah. weird shit. Like, okay. Oh, you want a skateboard? Sure. Okay. <laughs> my parents were just glad I didn't play hockey because one hockey son was enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> They're like, fuck. <laughs> That's why I was allowed to do whatever I wanted really, because nothing I wanted to do cost as much as my brother's hockey. 
or, or the amount of time that they had to put into going and traveling and yeah, including including the actual time cost, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my skiing was just as expensive with equipment and stuff. Yeah, you could just drop me off at the hill and come back at the end of the day. It was like Girl, a free. See ya. Yeah, exactly. It's a cheap, cheap babysitter. You know, let's go get rid of the kids for 12 hours at the hill, Saturday and Sunday. Both days, drop them off at the ski hill. Fuck, fuck them off. Yep, see ya. I was like, no wonder my mom and dad loved weekends so much. That was their free time from you guys. Yeah. But if it was hockey, they would have had to go to games. Yep. And carpool other kids and all that fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. yes okay. Okay, here I got I got a couple. What is the largest animal you could beat in a fight? Jesus, I'm I'm looking at some animals going even basic ones. I'm, like, I'm not sure I could beat him in a fight. <laughs> I mean, there are dogs I couldn't beat in a fight. I mean, Jesus, like, ah, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like basic. Penguin? I could beat a penguin. <laughs> like an actual penguin or Danny DeVito as the penguin? No, Danny DeVito is pretty tough as a penguin. I think I just an actual penguin or anyone that plays for Pittsburgh because I hate those fuckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I'm trying to think of an animal. Literally because I laugh because I watch all those things and it's in all honesty like people are pussies. Oh, we have no defense. <laughs> like when, when you think about like it's I've seen like the, the cop dogs like y- you're not you, you without a weapon. You're not beating him. No, no, no. He'll die fighting you. Yeah. With no problem. And, and be proud of it. Yeah. You, yeah. You'd, I mean, you'd have to immediately do something like gouge his eyes out when he was locked under your arm or something like you'd have yeah. to go. You need to have split a split second to realize that you had to go like, like Mad Max on the on this animal. Yeah, and you that's know? the thing is they don't. I mean, because we're we're conditioned to be pussies, and then you yeah. condition them to not be. You yeah, know, I don't know if you ever saw like the um because uh, Matt has the training place for those dogs as well, and he actually has one now, uh, a Belgian, and dude, they'll jump through a fucking window. Oh and yeah, be stoked when they drag someone out. They're like, look, I did. Fuck yeah. this guy up, Dad. Cool, huh? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're not. You have to make them work. So, I'm I'm almost dead serious. Like this, the the size of the animal or what animal it would be, would be so low. Because I, <laughs> I, I mean, literally, like I'm thinking, I'm like, I think a raccoon would whip my ass. <laughs> or the raccoon, claws, or the, or the got, raccoon, the raccoon gives you rabies and then you die. So he still wins the fight. Yeah, I, I won the fight. He won the right. war. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, what about you? You got to think of one because this is impossible. Oh, think I, about yeah. it. We're just we're just announcing that we're complete bitches. Well, that's I was sort of trying to think like like if I were to get if I were to be in the forest and get attacked by a foresty type animal, what would I what would I even survive? And it would have to be like a small cat or something because it was even like a medium-sized lynx can kill a man. Yeah. Like, you know, their claws are just so fucking unbelievable and, you know, they just get you. You'd have to be like a small, like, you know, like a real small lynx or, oh, Jesus. That's like, it, even, it, if you had, even if you had a weapon, you have a knife, let's say, okay? Yeah. You have to kill them. 
Yeah. I they're f- going to tear you up so fucking fast. So I have a friend who shot a, like it would have been a cougar. Yeah, shot a cougar. He was out hunting, and um, he's really, really experienced. Like he's flown to New Zealand and done the mountain, the mountain sheep hunts and hiked through the bush, and he's like a fucking hunter, right? Right. And he uh, he saw this cougar a couple times over the course of like a two day hunt or something like that, and he, he was realized, being hunted. yeah, he realized the cougar was was like stalking him, and he like backtracked at one point and then came face to face with it on the trail. And he shot it, and uh, it was it. It started coming at him like it was. Yeah. It was, it was like, oh, we're we're having a showdown right now. Yeah, we're doing this now. Okay. Yeah, we're doing this now. I've been following you for a day and a half, and now we're. F- this is the the Darth Vader Ben Kenobi scene with <laughs> lightsabers. Someone's gonna <laughs> die here, right? And it, it was coming towards him, and he shot it, and it took off through the bush, and he tracked the blood, and uh, he didn't find it initially. So he was like, "Fuck! I wonder if I killed it or not." And you, you want to kill it, obviously. Yeah, you want it to be done. Yeah. You don't want to, like, make it <clears throat> suffer. And then, uh, I guess, like, within a few hours, someone found a dead cougar. Like, you know what I mean? He found out someone found a dead cougar that had been shot. And he's like, oh, I shot that cougar. And, like, he had to deal with Parks and Rec about it or with a, what is yeah, it? Yeah, you're not hunting those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He had to, like, file a report or something like that. So, um but yeah, man, you 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 encounter something like that in the bush, like you, <laughs> fuck, you better be armed. Yeah, but I think the only the only the true answer, without being a hard ass, is in those scenarios, if you have any form of weapon, the correct answer is fight because they're faster than you. Also, yeah, <laughs> like there's 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 no answer other I, than I now is now or never is the is the deal. <laughs> I think I could beat like if I had like a a hawk trying to kill me, I think I could survive that. Right. There you go. And you'd still get fucked up so though. That's what's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It'd still be all cut up, missing missing an eye. Something like that. I don't know. It's a great Basically nothing. I almost can't think of anything. Like I'm trying to think of like wild animals that are weak and feeble. And I can't really think of any. Yeah, I mean look at look look at when, when like some of these even like an antelope gets a gets a uh, a lion on it, but they start kicking and shit. It's like Sometimes they get a horn in there too. I can end you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you see that? Did you see that video on Instagram of those elephants stomping and playing with that female lion? Yeah. Wasn't that unbelievable? Were they elephants? I can't remember. No, they or, were, but it was just out of like sport. Yeah, yeah, like like that. I guess that lion had had gotten in there and taken one of them down. Yeah. But then got isolated from the group. Yeah. And they surrounded it and they just fucked it up. And it's like this female lion's like flying through the air and they're like headbutting it. Or were they rhinos? I think they're rhinos. You're right. They're rhinos. Rhinos. And they're like flipping it with their horn up in the air and then other rhinos would smash it with their head. And she's still like clawing away and kind of it's almost like a sea of rhinos. So she's kind of like trying to run out of the the herd on the backs, you know, and they're just like. Oh, she got fucked up. And then eventually you're watching like it's one of those IGTV ones on like nature is metal, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you're watching and eventually you realize that the body's like lifeless. Yeah. And just, just being it. fired around. And the other lions are like off to the side like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and that's when you know it's that bad, though, because I've seen that before. Um, there's another clip that was on there one time. It was it was one lion and like 
10 hyenas. Yeah. She's in war with them. But then when a second lion shows up, it's like now it's even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all she needed was that one more lion to show up and watch her back. And it was like the hyenas all fucked off. Yeah, they, they went for it for a minute. They're like, never mind. This isn't fair for us anymore. <laughs> like, think about that. It's like 10 to 1, we got this. 10 to 2, I don't know. That still, that still reminds me of my, my favorite line from that movie Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what like, he says. Hey, guys, this isn't fair. Three on one. And they go, it's five on one. And he goes, no, it's three on one. The last two always run. <laughs> <laughs> it's so accurate though if you watch three dudes get their ass kicked you're like i'm good yeah <laughs> i'm good I'm that good. guy's missing a kneecap that guy's missing a forehead i'm out <laughs> we're all good here hey what's going on guys thanks for watching another podcast here at think big bodybuilding media and thank you to our great sponsor truenutrition.com for making this all possible truenutrition.com is owned by dante trudel the creator of dc training he wanted to create a supplement company that offered high quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price high quality protein powders just about every type you could think of huge variety of flavors plus health and performance supplements check them out truenutrition.com and hey, if you use our code ADVICES, you directly support our podcasting. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the program. So I had a question. Is it your turn or my turn? No, go ahead because I was just so answering. So you I, had, I had a question that I answered the other day on my story. And uh, I, actually, I had several people message me because of it. They just sent like gross or Oh, disgusting. Or, and then someone was like, I'm going to actually try that. And it was, what's the weirdest thing that you've eaten that sounds gross, but turns out to be pretty good. And I sort of assumed they meant bodybuilding food over the years, Dusty. So that's where I went with it. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And what was your answer though? So I had this little phase. I don't know what I was thinking, but at the time it was delicious, but I would take, um, two cans of white albacore tuna Mm -hmm. and then I would dump my, I was dieting for show. I would dump my prescribed amount of mini barbecue rice cakes into the tuna and I would just mash them up. So it was like a rice cake tuna mash, but it's kind of crunchy when you ate it. I put some hot sauce on the tuna. Oh god. And yeah, and so it was like barbecue rice cakes with tuna and hot sauce and I would just eat it. And looking back on it, I don't understand what I was thinking, but at the time I was dieting real hard and I just was like, "Oh, this flavor's good and this flavor's good. Let's just smash them together. It's going to yeah, be yeah. fucking glorious." Yeah, and some crunch in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, god. I mean, that's a th- the, the only thing I, because all of my, I mean, you know me, my foods are all normal. Like, <laughs> like I've, I'm, I'm obsessed with it actually being good. Um, I'll say the, the only thing that I did find, I don't, I don't like fish, um, at all. And people assume you do cause I eat it, but I eat it because it's got a purpose. Uh, so whenever I would do white fish, the only thing I found was if I took and, skillet fried or whatever you would call it um some vegetables first just like uh what's that little that purple shit called it looks like um lettuce uh purple shit that looks like lettuce yeah like a little radish no 
Like little strings, like a, like a lettuce, like shredded lettuce, but it's purple. What the fuck's that called? Jesus, I don't know. You do too. We know what this is. Anyways, things like that. If I put the sauces in those things and just bombed the fish inside of it, it was good to go. But that's not like yeah. weird. It's just covering up fish. I don't yeah. have any. I don't have any weird Ron recipes. Like I mean, and and anything I have done that's weird was not good. It was just to get it down. Like blending food. No, anyone who says, "Oh, it's not that bad," I'm like, "You are full of shit." Right. When you blend up a chicken breast with anything in the world, it's just to get it down as soon as possible. Like yeah, I'll yeah. literally do one of these. Like. All right, here we go. Boom. And it's one shot because I'm not taking two. Uh, if, if I need auction, that's fine. We're going without it. It's not happening. Right. Yeah. Okay. Your, your question is terrible. That's just not nice. Hey. Okay. Your, okay. Here we go. Here your we turn. Go. Oh, that's easy. Whiskey or vodka? Vodka. Well, sorry. Are we having a drink or a shot? I well, there I'm would a... be there would definitely be a difference. If it's a shot, it's whiskey. Yeah, because I was gonna say, I, I mean, I drink whiskey as a drink, not as a shot. If 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 it's just the booze, it's whiskey. Right. But if we're mixing a drink, it's vodka. Because vodka is easy to mix. Okay. Yeah, and I I don't actually I don't want to drink like whiskey and coke. That to me isn't like something I want to sit. But vodka and coke, I could drink. Yeah, yeah, I, I would go vodka just out. I don't like whiskey. Yeah, I can I do a don't. shot of Jack, though. I can do shots of whiskey, but I have right. shots of vodka are fucking terrible. Yeah, no, I went uh, fishing with a guy one time that's a huge whiskey guy. <clears throat> and he's like, oh, you, you want some Jack? I was like, sure. And I'm thinking, like, <clears throat> you know, he handed me, like, a cup. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you're a guy with, yeah, Jack drinkers, they don't fuck around. I'm like, uh, what's in this? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, just you, I offered you a drink. Here's a drink. Yeah. That's Jack. I was like, why don't you just hand me a fucking bottle, weirdo? I mean, yeah, same yeah, fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> like, literally. And I'm just, I'm being a sport, so I'm drinking it the whole time. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. Right. This like, is what you like? Like, on, on my birthday, Emily took me out to a nice restaurant that we don't always go to for my birthday. You know what I mean? It was, like, you nice. Girls? Nope. We went to a different restaurant. It was really, really cool. And I had a double vanilla vodka Diet Coke. That was my... Back in the day when I used to have a drink once in a while, you know, right? Vanilla vodka diet—that's good. And uh, man, I was instantly like, I was half, half, three quarters done my drink, and I was like drunk, like I couldn't have driven. <laughs> You're half in the bag on one drink. <laughs> like, like because of my body weight, I probably would have blown under. Right. But because of my tolerance, I was completely inebriated. Yeah, you knew you would never get behind the wheel doing that. No, but you know, there's people out there that could literally drink half a bottle and probably drive pretty safe because they're so tolerant of booze. Yeah, that's not me. Funny, I was like, I had to like map out my trip to the bathroom. (laughs) I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna head that way. Hopefully, no one will step in front of me and fuck up my equilibrium. (laughs) You just fall over. The hell, the guy walked in front of me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I, I have a good one though, so I'm skipping. I'm jumping right in front again. Go. If you could pick one food as ammo in a food fight, what would it be and why? Oh. Um <laughs> apples. <laughs> You're going for pain. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm impact bruises. I'm making bruises. There's some weight to them. I mean, you don't want nuts. Nuts don't hurt. They're yeah. they're hard, but they're not heavy enough to have any real velocity to them. It's true. Yeah. But if if I'm I'm winning this food fight with a knockout, 
I like this. I like this. <laughs> I, I want to go the same route then, but I'm going to use like an entire salmon. <laughs> right, right. You're going to beat someone to death. sharp edges. Yeah. hold it by the tail. Just smash them with it. I'm just going pounds. to town with a swordfish. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say swordfish? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. That's another level. This is so American food fight for, for pain. There's people that are thinking like mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's gonna make a mess. We're killing people. <laughs> we shove and fucking kill people. <laughs> well, oh, you said it was a fight. Yeah. I mean, we're just talking about fighting cougars and then fucking mountain lions. The cougars been trying to fight me since I was a kid. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Different thing. Different thing. My I've bad. I've had some entanglements <laughs> with some cougars. <laughs> entanglements. <laughs> I had a couple of cougar incidents when I was younger. <laughs> I just love that you went with entanglements because that's that's funny after last year permanently. We were in entanglement. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Okay. Okay. Favorite sports movie? There's a few here. Dude, I'm, I'm going. I'm, this is going to throw you off. But I'm concerned. I'm considering this a sport, and so it's Days of Thunder again. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. It just keeps coming back. <laughs> I can't get enough of Cold Trickle. I'm sorry. Can't hey, be done. It's fair enough. It's a NASCAR show, right? Stock car yeah, racing. But but actually, my my true answer is Slapshot. Slapshot is the uh, greatest. Yeah, that's the greatest movie ever. <laughs> you know what? I I should watch Slapshot again because that that's such a classic, and I saw it a bunch of times as a kid, and it's been years and years since I saw it. I should throw it on. It's still, I literally probably watched it within the last six months. And even though I know every word, it still makes me laugh. That's funny. Oh, those are, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I'm sort of thinking, I remember seeing the program. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that was awesome. And, uh, and then you got, does any given, Sunday, any given Sunday? That absolutely is a great. And now, what's the... I almost want to count the Bruce Willis movie that I really liked. Which one? Um, there was that football player that killed himself at the very beginning. It was a football movie. Hold, please. Keep talking. Oh, fuck. The football movie. I'm, I'm getting you. Don't worry. That was really cool. And then you got Rudy. Do you remember Rudy, Dusty? Of course. That's uh, Guy Sister Nino's only person that ever impressed him. You're talking about The Last Boy Scout. Oh, The Last Boy Scout. Remember that? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Or no? Yeah, that was a great show. Okay, yeah. There's was a, was a great, great line movie. in that that uh, movie where the guy said he accidentally slept with the guy's wife. It was an accident. Oh, you walked in, you slipped, and my, your dick <laughs> fell on my dick wife. My <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Rudy is like the greatest underdog movie, right? Yeah, for That's sure. That's awesome. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think any given Sunday is pretty goddamn good. Yeah, it's a solid choice for sure. What else you got? What else? What other sports movies? Dude, there's so many. I mean, there's so many just football sports movies that are awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Well, um, then you then you got, of course, you got um, Major League. Oh yes. I freaking <laughs> I freaking love that show. That's it. You know what? That's another one of those shows that I would uh, I would stop at every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Wild thing. <clears throat> oh, God. Fantastic. Okay. 
So days on this one, Jesus. Okay, it's your turn. And then I'm actually, I actually have a training question because we haven't even touched training yet. Oh, we should do body. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, um, bum, 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 bum. Uh, an, an hour into the show, no training questions. Well, if we're gonna go to training first, then then I'm gonna ask this question to Ron just because I love the answer and I already got it. Okay. This person wants to know how big is your cock, and you <laughs> you get to answer. And once this answer is done, I'm going with it for the rest of my life. But you got to give the story. Got to give the story. Okay, so that Dusty and I were talking earlier, and 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 I was saying that I had a line once that just came to me, and uh, and you know you know sometimes someone puts you on the spot, and you actually like you get them. Yeah, you you win the war. You win. You're not ready for that question. I mean, if somebody just walked up to me and said it to me, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I was telling Dusty a story about one time I was sitting with the staff at the bar and there was this one chick that worked there and she was really funny. And, you know, she was like really cool to have around and uh, just out of the blue. So the blue, she goes, hey, Ron, how big is your dick? And everyone just turns and looks at me. It's like the whole staff. And (laughs) and of course, like she was she was a little older than me and like quite attractive. And I was like a younger guy. Right. And I didn't want to look like a fucking idiot. Right. So I go, it's big enough that I've never had a complaint. It's small enough that I still get anal. <laughs> and the whole room just popped. <laughs> and everyone laughed. And now that's my that's my signature line whenever whenever that kind of joke comes up. How big is your dick? You're a bodybuilder. How big is your dick? Because then, like, you know, I've had like, drunk idiots say that to me. Like, you're your bodybuilder. How big is your dick? So that's a good line. So anyone out there, you're free to use that line. He's not even charging for it anymore, which is great. Charging. That's well, it's public domain now because it's been around for a while, right? Yeah, I like that. I'm definitely I would definitely use that now. There's no better answer. Like there's literally nothing else you could say to that other than uh, what do you want for breakfast? She could ask that next. Right. Because any <laughs> any 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 chick that, that puts you on a spot like that, you know, you got two solutions. You 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 know, you know, like uh, you know, like, what do you say? Especially when you're a younger guy, right? I think it was in my twenties or something. Right. Yeah. And she's like, you know, a little older and kind of, and you're all of a sudden you're just like put on the spot and you're like, Oh, that was a hell of an answer on the spot. I, yeah. I, would, I would not have come out that well. in my I was 20s. pretty happy with that. And I think that maybe just for a split second, she might've wanted to fuck me. I'm sure of it. Just because alone. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just, just I don't know. Just so you overcame. I, I do. All right, let's get to this silly bodybuilding question you want to do. <laughs> I had a bodybuilding question? Yeah. So this is, good, <laughs> this is a good one. No, no, it's a good one. So what is the optimal length and amount of sessions per week for optimal muscle gain? And I know that obviously this is not a perfect question with a perfect answer, but generally, what do you think? Um, I think, well, first days in the week, uh, four, maximum five, uh, is, is my solid answer there. Uh, I'm psychotic and don't believe in training more than three days in a row. I think your CNS is shot at that point. Um, when you need a day off, uh, length of time in the gym varies. If you're training with a partner, one person, I think 90 minutes is about as long as it should ever take. Um, can be a little longer, but in reality, if you want to break it down, it's how much time do you actually spend under a bar? Yeah. You know, cause I'll have like, for example, a leg day for me, I just said 90 minutes, leg day takes two hours every time. 
But the reason is every single lift is so heavy that I spend so much time getting to my working sets. You know, when you're on a hack squat and you're finishing at 10 plates aside, you start at one. Right. And you got to be careful. What do you go up two plates at a time? You go one, three, I five, go, seven. I go one, two, because those are like, it's weird for my body. It's every movement. Um, the first set is like a wash. The second set is drastically better. And now I'm moving on any body part. Like even on like a hammer incline press, I'll That's do a funny. single plate twice. That's funny you say that because I'm exactly the same. I could do like, I could put like a plate or two plates aside on the leg press and do 20 reps. Yeah. And it feels kind of awkward. I get up and walk around for a minute. You know, move around a bit, come back, do another 20 reps. And it feels like smooth range is there. Everything's fucking flowing. Yeah. And now I can go to four and then six and then eight and then 10. But so, yeah. So yeah, that's what I do. So it's after two, it's two at a time. Uh, and then when I get to eight, it's eight, nine, then 10. Right. But, I see what but, but nine is two reps. Yeah, you're you're so they're all what they're all ten reps except for the last touch with nine plates. Yeah, I'll do well. It's like even I don't want to waste any energy, so yeah. it would be but you two also for want ten, like four up, for yeah. ten, six for like six, okay, uh, eight for like four. Now I'm just touching weight because my body. Oh, so the the reps start yeah. to decline about halfway through your warm ups. Yeah, once I know I'm ready and I'm just feeling weight. Um, but yeah, so that gives you an idea though. So because we we actually joked about it just barely. I said because I filmed every working set at the end of the workout i go that was a good workout i trained for 11 minutes right <laughs> because 11 minutes and i had 11 minutes of true gone to hell training yeah yeah you yeah I, get the, the, I train in a rep range is kind of funny but just barely last week i decided to do some high rep stuff just to it was right before the the knee uh, issue i was getting fixed oh, yeah 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 um and i laughed it was the first time in forever i had to cut the video because it was too long for instagram Oh, okay. my yeah, sets your, are your typically sets under a minute. Seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most of them are sets and sex. Both are under a minute. That's Every funny. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Best minute of your life, though. <laughs> High you intensity. You don't want to, you don't want disappointment lasting any longer than that. Um, hey, it's, it's all you can. That one minute's all you can handle. <laughs> That's why I did that for you. You're welcome. Right. Right. <laughs> How long can you last? <laughs> You'll long be bored enough, long before I'm done. It takes make about a you happy, but not long enough to make you bored. Yeah. <laughs> there. You got to so give those types of answers to those questions, Dusty. <laughs> yeah. You always get your way out of it without ever truly answering. Right, I like right, that. Right. right. What's uh, what, what was your answer to the same thing? That's funny because I agree with you on pretty much every single thing you said. Um, I just find that while you're training intensity, obviously, uh, we're talking about people who are training really, 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 really hard. Right. And trying to be progressive and pushing themselves and probably going to failure on, you know, most of their working sets and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, based on the way I train and my, you know, style of training with, you know, I like to go to failure on a lot of sets and all that stuff. Um, well, not a lot of sets. Technically, it's actually only a few sets. But um, I, I always had problems when I tried to train six days a week. Mm-hmm. several times when I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a separate quad ham day and I'm going to have an arm day. So that means I got to have six days a week. Right. And I would always like, you know, cause technically muscle wise, you're getting the recovery. Like you're, I was still training everything once a week. Right. So it wasn't like my frequency went up and I wasn't really doing more volume, maybe a few sets, 
right. extra volume because I had the time on, you know, quad ham day. I thought I'll add a little bit, but I would just get fucking trashed yep. and I would get a cold or a flu or I would have a week where my strength would go down and like even in the middle of a cycle. Right. I would have like a chest day where I was weak and I'm like, I'm on a cycle right now and I'm eating my face off. Like, how can I, I like, why would I get weaker? Right. And the only thing I could ever track it back to would be the, it would always be screaming right in my face. It's been three weeks since you started training six days a week and right. now you're fried. And it would always be like that three, four week magic mm-hmm. mark. Where I would mm-hmm. hit and I would get sick or run down or something would happen. And I would go back to five days a week and everything would come back around. And so, you know, I mean, when I meet people who train every day, like I've had clients where I'm like, okay, you know, here's your, this is chest and shoulders and here's your arm day. And then I want you to take this day off. They're like, oh, I haven't taken a day off in months. I'm always like, oh man, that's like, that tells me that they're not focused in the gym and they're not driving themselves and they're not overloading their bodies and they're not causing the type of CNS stress. Not that you want to be like smashed and burned out on cns but they're just not they're just not getting the same amount of stimulus no it's it's a must and it's funny but i had a guy this week a client of mine was in the gym training and uh he didn't have his straps on and his everything just looked like pathetic and i'd never really seen him train so i was like fuck and i would train him i have to do this i was like where are your straps and he goes ah no i'm just uh this is an off day, so I'm just kind of getting a little blood in everywhere. And I'm like, okay, don't do that. Just go <clears> I, I told him, I was like, I understand because I, I, when I don't train, it's two hours of my day I need to fill with something. Um, <clears throat> and I love to train. But I was like, if you're, this tells me you're not training hard enough. Because as much as I want to go to the gym today, Monday, the day I don't train, I'm beat up. Mm-hmm. I know I know I shouldn't go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? If if you canceled the show this morning, I wouldn't have called Tommy and been like, oh, let's get in there. Like, I'm fine. Oh. Um, so there's a desire to go because we like to train every day and we love to work out. But if you actually want to follow through, I can almost guarantee you you're not training hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. You should. I look forward to off days like, oh, fuck yesterday. Yeah. Tomorrow we're not training. Thank God. We smashed. <laughs> we smashed legs on Saturday. And yesterday, I, well, I rode my bike last night and it took the whole day for me to summon up the mental energy to realize I was like, I have some activity I have to do tonight. <laughs> like I got plans. I'm riding my bike tonight. Like I got to like, I got to like have a little nap and like get a little like energy going. Cause I was just smashed all day yesterday from legs. Yeah, of course. I went into the gym and like walked around and, you know, had to ch- check the gym out. And I was just like, uh, fuck. Yeah, we you always know? have an off day after legs every single time. Yeah. I actually, um, we shot a bunch of pictures this week. I had two workouts in a row where, uh, Calvin came in. Um, did you didn't get to meet Calvin? Did you? Calvin, no, you but, have? but I saw, I saw some of the images you put up already that were yeah, so, sick. Yeah. So Calvin is like Bumstead's best buddy. Okay. And that's why Bumstead likes to come out here is because he gets to shoot with Calvin at West Coast. Right. And then Calvin would fly out to Toronto or fly to the Olympia or fly like he was down at the Olympia with Chris. He films all of Bumstead's content. Right. So all the stuff that you see Bumstead put up. um, And now I guess jacked because Bumstead's with Jack. So he's getting 
they get C or get Calvin to do some of that stuff too. Right. So, so yeah, so he's, he's really good. And, um, it was, it was nice to get him in for some pitchers and it was so funny, man. Cause you know, he, he does like really good work. Oh, it's really, really good. Really. And, uh, he just came in and we did 100% real workouts. Yeah. You know, I didn't like, I didn't like move my arm on anything or like there was nothing like that. And he got some of the best pictures I've ever had taken of me, even when I was competing, doing actual photo shoots. Yeah. I, I I can say from seeing his With stuff much and more, muscle, more of it, right? I think that much um, better physique, and I look better in these pictures. I think he's the best photographer at that kind of shooting I've ever seen. Truthfully, awesome. because I mean I've shot a, with a lot of people that way as well, and my my favorite shot, total picture of all time of me is deadlifting in Venice with uh, uh, Pav was shooting me, and uh, he was there was same thing. Uh, Flex magazine had paid for it, and they were like, just train, right. And he just caught an image off a mirror. So it's like, I'm actually deadlifting. There's veins and shits all crazy. Yeah. 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 I'm like, all right, that's a badass picture. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I one of you doing the um, over the preacher curl that yeah. Newton posted. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a him. sick picture. Yeah, that's him. He did all those. And and he had no lights. No lights, just a camera. And, you know, he just shot he shot chest workout at night. And then mm-hmm. we shot legs during the day over by the by the windows Right. And he likes both those lightings. Yeah, of course. And it just turned out great. And and it's funny because back, you know, back when I had like a lot more muscle and stuff, you know, dieting for a show or just after a show. But I don't like any of those photos because they're not real. Yeah. You know, like you're wearing shorts and no shirt and you're doing side laterals. Right. It's like this picture to me now, looking back on my career, this picture is like silly. Yeah, because you're like, I didn't, that's not how I train. So I do. Doesn't, there's nothing like, to me, it was like this thing I had to do that was just kind of annoying. Right. And and I never really liked how I looked in those photos anyways. But, you know, Calvin comes in and shoots us just training with like mm-hmm. a cutoff shirt. And he gets like real face and real moments and real, like even just leaning on a machine. Right. But <clears throat> it's it's real because you're actually pumped. You're not like fake pumped where... You kind of feel flat because you tried to look good, but yet you tried to load and you, you're not really yeah. sure if full or flat. And it's, you know, that photo shoot dilemma. Yeah. Well, plus even in those pictures, like the difference between leaning on the machine because you're actually tired after a set versus mm-hmm. posing mm-hmm. where you're trying to get in the position that makes you look the biggest, the best, you yeah. know, you're totally right. But yeah, those are, yeah. those are sick. I can't wait to see the rest of them because we got to be some pretty, <laughs> a pretty good stack of stuff. Yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of cool ones. I just don't want to bomb them all because you know it's supposed to be used yeah, for actual time. marketing. <laughs> <laughs> this is marketing. This is marketing. Okay, I got one for you. Shoot. I I mentioned I mentioned one of my answers already, but there's a few. What's the most unbelievable sounding conspiracy theory or historical conspiracy theory that you could actually buy into or are interested in? Historical. Well, we have some going on right now, but I don't think they're conspiracy theories. (laughs) (laughs) Our entire president is a conspiracy theory of bullshit. (laughs) He's he's something else. Somebody no, somebody put up a thing actually today. It was funny. Uh, It was on. So you know when YouTube people can thumbs up and down your videos. So 
a Biden video went up and it had like 10,000 thumbs down and 600 people liked it. Yeah. But he got 80 million votes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no one blinking at the fact that we had uh, le- less registered voters than votes. Right. Anyway, so yeah. You know what? I haven't. You know what? I don't even know all the all the the final washout of all that stuff. I just know there's it like never going away. to be one. It just goes away. Because yeah. Some someone with enough power has to care. And well, when the entire system is corrupt. You're all set. <laughs> well, and 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 look at what's going on in China right now. China just passed a bunch of rules that make it almost impossible for anybody who's not approved by the party to run for office in democratic Hong Kong, because, you know, China's trying to suppress Hong Kong and they're trying to like, they don't want Hong Kong to, you know, do its own thing anymore. And they're really trying to lean on it. Um, So the commies have, they went in and arrested like, it was like a hundred political people that were pro-democracy and and anti-communist party. So there's guys that were trying to run for office that, you know, they're sitting in a box right now. They don't want anyone to vote for them. It's fucking crazy. Um, (laughs) The one that I mentioned that I I think is going to be cool is uh, I'm hoping one day we find out what happened with JFK. Right. And I'm not talking about the lone gunman conspiracy. I'm talking about the who actually had him killed conspiracy. Because whether it was one guy who got off all those shots or whether there was another gunman with another gun isn't what I give a shit about. It's was it the KGB that had him assassinated? Was it the CIA that had him assassinated? Was it Lyndon Johnson who had him assassinated? Was it, you know, some sort of other group? I mean, there's even talks of like Castro and some of the Cuban communists having something to do with you know, apparently um, Lee Harvey Oswald, you know, he went to Mexico and met with some Cubans at some point before the assassination. So right. there's all these crazy stuff. And we don't know the the final facts. I know Oliver Stone made that movie, but that was Oliver Stone's interpretation of what happened. And, and there's been a lot of dilemma as to whether or not that's actually how it went down. Right. You know, so um, but yeah, the, the I mean, that's that's a huge deal. Like we don't we don't remember what a big deal that was, but just imagine if that happened now. Oh yeah, no, that's like <clears throat> it's a big fucking deal. And I think now they never being, actually they blamed it all on one guy and yeah. said it was just him, all by himself on just on him, Tuesday. <laughs> his idea. Yeah, and I don't buy that at all. So no, but, we'll but I think that's kind of what's. If anything in the U.S., I'm sure it's everywhere, but here you can't no matter what side you stand on, you can't argue that it's very obvious that the most corrupt people in our country run it. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's basically everything is settled into that now, you know, I mean, cause you look around it's kind of like, you know, if there can be a running joke that having dirt on the Clintons gets you killed and then people keep dying anyways <laughs> it's like <laughs> like, like it, too, it literally, it literally reminds fail. yeah it, like it reminds me of like the the uh, m&m song where he's like you know standing in front with a with a can of gas and a handful of matches and right. something's on fire like, i don't know yeah huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens yeah you know i mean literally because that's how it is here i'm like so that's the most dangerous person in the world that old woman 
That's some scary shit. So yeah, right. but no, that's the, 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 the it's funny. I just googled conspiracy theories just to see it. There is a there's probably a decent list that you could dive into and go, oh shit. Yeah. Like you know, and then one thing feasible. to keep in mind. <clears throat> one thing to keep in mind is, uh, do you remember Joe Rogan did a show called? I think it's like Joe Rogan questions everything or something. I can't remember what the name of the show was, but it was very short lived. It was only like it wasn't even one season. I think it was like two thirds of a season and they ended it. And got too many people thinking. (laughs) No, no, it was actually the opposite. Joe had this idea that he was going to explore all these conspiracy theories and talk to all these experts. Right. But the ones that he picked to start with just turned out like I don't think he picked like JFK or anything. He picked like Bigfoot. Right. Like, it's going to go see if Bigfoot exists. Well, of course, Bigfoot doesn't fucking exist. So he winds up walking around the forest with this fucking loony dude. And he realizes the guy's like off his rocker. Right. And he realizes this is going to be a shit episode. And he's with this crazy guy. You know what I mean? Fucking woods. So it just didn't turn out that great. And then he goes and does another episode and he realizes the same thing. He's like, oh, wait, these people are just all fucking crazy because he didn't pick like conspiracies like that where there's you know because people hear the word conspiracy now and one thing i'm worried about is that the media is going to condition people to think that anyone who believes in anything labeled a conspiracy should be completely ignored right and which is what they kind of tried to do because of the covid and election stuff yep but there's all sorts of other things that were labeled conspiracies that are actually more reasonable to question, like the JFK assassination, right? Or you know certain things like that. So um, we have to be careful that you know, like I say, most conspiracies are just large levels of incompetence and bumbling idiots not communicating. Yeah, yeah not um, paying enough attention. But you can't ignore, like here, for example, <clears throat> I'm hoping with the media uh, things might start to change. There's a lady here that just quit. Uh, she's been on the top news channel and the top two people for the last 22 years and she announced her retirement after a break and literally said it's not proud to be a journalist anymore we're no longer telling both sides of the story we no longer did i mean she basically said i can't back what i do anymore right right. and when you have someone of that level who's walked away from a career that's paying her ridiculous like she didn't know what she's gonna do yeah yeah she was just kind of like I mean, I know what she's going to do. She's going to write a book, but she she yeah. might not even know that yet, but that's coming. But I mean, to see that is like, it was like a breath of fresh air to me. I'm like, okay, there are some people behind these fucking lines that know it's horseshit. They're going to start walking. Right. And, and saying things. So hopefully eventually you can at least hamstring it a little bit. Cause right. like I'll go to my mother's house and she'll have the news. On. I'm like, turn that off. Like I didn't want it on. Yeah. Yeah. Get irritated immediately. I'm like, what channel is it? I can tell you what side we're on. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. I'll switch mean. to this one. We can get to the other side. <laughs> what what about the uh, I mean, I've watched a couple of Rogan's podcasts and I've 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 read a bit. What where are you uh, are you interested at all in like the Area 51 stuff or if there's any sort of technology they've had that they haven't disclosed to us? Oh, I think that's awesome. I, and I and I I think it's arrogant to assume we're the only thing out there. Right. Right, right. You know, now the question mark, of course, is have they been here? But I think I think, yes, I can't. I assume as we live and it's going to sound funny to people, but I assume there's other creatures much smarter than us. Right. 
<laughs> right. I have no doubt about that. Um, I watched uh, – there's uh, Lex Friedman who has a great podcast, and he has all sorts of like you know genius-level physics and astronomy people and every sort type of person on there. And he had one guy on there talking about like the actual statistics of how unlikely it is that there aren't actually billions of planets like Earth. Right. Like statistically, there's billions of planets that are Goldilocks zone from whatever sun they're orbiting, where they're the right temperature to have liquid water. And this, you know, probably have life on a, a whole shit ton of planets. And now statistically, how, how many of those planets? Here's here's one of the, the things about whether or not there's intelligent life. Life is a lot more likely than intelligent life. Right. Because you have to have a planet that also gets uninterrupted by catastrophic events that wipes life out. Regularly, yeah. Repeatedly, you know, like yeah. the dinosaurs, but like every fucking, every couple million years when something gets actually rolling, there's another fucking asteroid or there's right. another yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> just constantly terminating the chain of events and right. restarting things. But still, with billions of planets, there has to be someone. And then you just wonder if they would have bothered to stop. <laughs> like, I got to be honest, they, based on what we've been doing the last couple of years, I think they look by and like, ooh, don't pull into that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of one of the things I really liked. Um, I know you're not a Star Trek guy, mm-hmm. but one of the rules with Star Trek is they don't want to engage a pre-warp society. Right. Because they'll fuck it up too much. Right. Right. They don't want to interfere with pre-warp societies. So so like in the in the in the movie First Contact, which is one of the best Star Treks, it's 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 sort of about the moment when Earth first encountered its first species, which were the Vulcans, which is like Mr. Spock. Right. Right. But the whole premise is they have to go back in time to make sure that this one scientist tests his warp engine at a certain time so that the Vulcan ship sees this, the warp trail and realizes that Earth is now a warp level society and comes and visits. Right. Right. And they're like, there's like this time thing where they have to make sure that moment happens or else the Vulcans will never stop and it will change history because they'll never get first contact. Right. So it's kind of like you wonder if the aliens would think that way. Like they'd fly by and they'd, they'd watch our TV and listen to our radio and go, eh, they're not ready yet. Yeah. Not now. Yeah, we, we were closer two years ago than we are now. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> uh, we're not stopping. Let's let's loop around again. Let's yeah. come back on the next trip. We'll see how they are. <laughs> They're not ready. They're not yeah. ready. Yeah. So like that's that, that I, I always found that element of 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 that story really interesting because that would I assume an alien would have a kind of a cutoff. Yeah, well, I think the fact that you and I have 82 podcasts that people listen to is a sign we're not ready. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> 82. Ah, they're not fucking ready. They're not ready. <laughs> they're definitely not ready. Oh, my God, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Another thing um, that was cool about the stats that that guy was talking about, I don't know if I told you this before, but he was saying that uh, um, one of the things about societies is that there's really a very 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 thin window where organic life will have 
technology and a huge amount of knowledge before it becomes cybernetic life. Which almost feels like what we're starting to do now as well. Or about to encounter. Like yeah. basically, basically you're a cyborg as long as you have this in your hand. All they have to do is put this in your head and then you're officially a cyborg, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, but you can't stop technological advance. So no matter what society, no matter what experiment you run, the, the eventually the technology will go like this and they'll eventually hit a singularity and it's actually very quick. Like the little gap, like how long have humans been around? You know, 150,000 years. And within the next hundred years or a couple hundred years, we're going to hit like an absolute technological singularity. That's a really small window of time where it's just organic life being smart. Right. So most likely, most likely, if we get encountered by aliens, they will be cybernetic or completely robotic. You know what's crazy though is to have this conversation now versus if we were saying this in 1982, it would seem far fetched. And we'd be saying how in 2020 there'll be spaceships everywhere. Right. Yeah. But but even 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 more simple though, because what we have now, if you were to spit that back back then, but but like walk back, it's an absolute fact. People be like, yeah, why? yeah. Why would I? Why would I walk around and? I've been joking about it recently, but people can't even walk their dogs without their phones anymore. No, no. I, I, I'm, like, I, I'm like, walk your fucking dog. Yeah. Pay, Pay attention. attention. <laughs> dog doesn't eat something off the ground that's not supposed to eat. I'm paranoid about that all the time. I'm watching what Jed's sniffing and shit. Yeah. It just you makes know? me laugh, though, because like I said, what you're saying right here, I'm like, oh, we're almost there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting real fucking close. Because when, when we hang up this phone and I walk to my truck, it's going to tell me how many minutes it takes me to get to the gym because it knows it's what I'm about to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that always freaks me out every single time. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's Monday. We're not going, but good try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, there was one I wanted to ask. Um, and, and I'm going to ask you this in phases uh, or in two answers. Do you mentally prepare before going to the gym or only when you enter? And the way I'm going to uh, add to that is now compared to when you were first getting into it. Great question. So – um, I had a ritualistic routine for most of my workouts. Um, when I was competing all those years, trying to get huge, all that stuff, um, which was, you know, a time, little time frame of about 25 years straight. Small. Um, I would, I would always do my very best effort to make sure that I went from home to the gym. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I, I didn't like to schedule a bunch of other stuff. Like I didn't want to have be coming from the dentist and then go to the mall to get some stuff and then pick up some some things from Home Depot and then, you know, go to the gym. I always tried to avoid that as much mm-hmm. as possible. I know obviously life happens and we got to train when we train, but I always tried to make it a, a real ritual to like eat a meal, you know, put some music on get ready to train, you know, get in the Mm -hmm. mood. I'm not thinking about other stuff, you know, get all fucking get my, you know, chest day t-shirt on, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Chest day pants, chest day hat, like whatever the fuck. And then drive to the gym with some good music cranked. Fucking Mm -hmm. yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm not like on my phone trying to take care of a bunch of stuff. And I always had like a 10 minute drive to the gym in Edmonton for so many years. So I would just, I would walk into the gym ready to go, ready to go. And that was how I always felt I had my optimal workout experience. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and now I, 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 I carry that now. I mean, obviously my life's different now and I do just hop into training sometimes. Like there's times when I lose track of time, right? Like I'm busy, I'm working at the gym, something's going on. And then I look over and Braden's standing there and it's five Oh one. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, gotta go train. And I literally grab my drink. Like I would have already taken my pre-workout and stuff. Right. But I like grab my drink and my belt and hit the floor, you know, but, yeah. but for the most part, if I'm at the gym working, I'll go in the back office, turn the light off, sit down in a chair and put my headphones on and put my feet up for even just like five to 10 minutes. Right. And just like listen to some music and just not do anything. Close my eyes, even nod off for a second. And then my little timer will go off and I'll come right out and go train. And just having that little moment to shut down is like a huge help, I think. I I try not to go through my phone and clear my phone right before I train. You know, sometimes you have to respond to something, obviously. But ideally, I like to shut down for a bit and just listen to music. Right. Yeah. Section off. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, I think the the answer is simple is conditioning yourself to so your so your brain and body knows it's time to do this now. Um, Like I, I always compare it to. Like dogs. When my dogs hear the keys hit my hand, they know I'm about to leave. Right. Like that's the deal. So I know if I'm going to put them in their kennels, I do that before I grab the keys. Um, Same thing with your training. If you can get yourself in some form of a ritualistic pattern where these three things happen, then you walk in the door of the gym and then you train, you'll actually condition yourself to understand like, okay, now it's time to shift into that place. Yeah. I think that's important if you're, I mean, hell, if you're almost everyone, but I mean, if you've got kids and they're running around your brains or you've got office, something that shuts the world down so that when you walk in the gym, that 90 minutes or whatever is yours. Yeah. You know, cause I, that's one thing I, I don't have an issue with. I have zero distractions when I get to the gym. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. the only thing on my mind. And, and it's not that I'm afraid, like my phone is with me the entire time. Um, but nothing pulls no. me away from it. And you have to figure out a way to put yourself in that mindset. It's the same like some when I was first the reason I asked about beginning versus now, I used to have to really be gym time in my brain the whole time I was there. Whereas now I can literally you could tell me the story about how big is your dick and that answer and I could laugh. And then as soon as I touch the bar, I'm back. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to be gym guy hardcore the whole time anymore but i used to have to that was if i got out of that i was out of it yeah no it is a skill to shift your mindset for sure and that's why i can be that's why i can sometimes have a great workout after being like distracted all day yeah you know and there's also sometimes you almost get a rebound effect like like the more sudden you have to shift the stronger it it is right i've had times where i'm like super flustered i'm like oh my god i have to train and then I wind up having like a smoking workout where I'm laser focused. So it's, it's, you know, you like overcompensate and you pull it all together, you right. know? Well, I think a lot of that comes from experience though. So for the person who asked the question, find a way to get that system. I really do believe that. And you'll, you will, cons- somebody will ask, I get that question a lot. What do you do when you have a bad workout? And I'm like, oh, I don't Yeah, have I don't bad workouts. No. I mean, that's such a rarity for me to say a workout is bad. Like it was a, not that I missed a rep, but it was a bad workout. I don't, I, I'd have to think of what year that was when I've had yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, too, I I just I generally have a really positive uh, view of of training now. So even if I have a a workout where my strength isn't that great or something, I just look at the positives. I'm like, oh, you know, I wasn't that strong today on the incline and the dumbbells felt heavy, but they're not really great pump today. And then I'll like, you know, maybe I looked in the mirror a little bit afterwards. like, fuck, look really good. Right. (laughs) You know, so I'm okay because I don't have the pressure on me, obviously, to like you know, outperform every fucking time. Right. Um, but the, the marker of a good workout now is honestly like, how does my body feel? Right. Like nothing hurts. All the movements feel greased up. Like that's great. Yeah. Nothing's left in the tank. So you're done. Oh no. Yeah. 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 For sure. Was it your turn or my turn? I only have time for like a couple more. Yeah. We got to do a couple. I got to roll because I got an appointment in 30 minutes. It takes me 25 to get there. What's your, um, what's your appointment? I'm getting, uh, I started meeting with someone to do some, she's actually stretching me. Um, I want to open up all my hip mobility and all that. It's functional for the gym, but I started, you just realize like, I'm literally a bodybuilder. Like there's nothing else is, is natural. Cause we don't twist. We don't turn. Um, <laughs> and my, uh, but actually hey, we, reach pizza, it, we, we, we reach into the back seat for stuff. Yeah. Occasionally. Usually I just get out my trip. My back seat's way the fuck back there. You're about to experience a whole new back seat, sir. Um, (laughs) no, but seriously, my, my PT, I told him and he was super stoked because he thinks a lot of potential injuries are going to go away because of this. So we'll do it. And then I'm doing uh, tempering afterwards. Her husband has one of those, uh, it's called the ex-wife. It's a, it's a roller, but it's 130 pounds. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, and they work on you with that. I'm stoked for that. It's going to be excitingly painful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing both know. of those today. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna Instagram that shit? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. Okay. I'm breathing and it has something to do with bodybuilding. It gets seen. Plus these guys they've got a really good business going, so I want to give them some some props because they're uh they're at the they're at the gym. If you're at my gym and you're doing good shit, I want people to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um we gotta we gotta line up another guest here. We've got a list of people that I know you're interested in bringing on. And we've got a list of people that I've talked to. And, you know, it's time. we got Scott back now. He's he's out of the hospital. So we should get someone on. Yeah, done. We, we, let's do, we'll get one before next week for sure. Because I have a few that have reached out. And I actually have one, um, I'll tell you off the air, but uh, I want to do before the uh, beginning of the like national level shows here. Uh, he's really in the mix with prepping for the shows and all that stuff plus an athlete plus a coach so okay uh and he's old school so i like him okay okay (laughs) sounds good to me um 82 in the books done and done we we battled through a lot of shit here we had dogs making sounds we had me not having internet i think we did all right i got a text while we were on the show saying that i can go pick up my truck it's a good day yeah if i don't get a picture before you leave the lot i'll be disappointed just so you know I don't know. I'll send one to you. I'm not going to Instagram it, though. No, it's not your style, but send it to me. Okay. (laughs) All right, boss. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. We're happy to be back. Sorry about missing last week. You know, disease happens. Virus happens. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.